0: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. The Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of. The Vlogcast as a comedy, despite the Streisand effect, because Concrete is a thing, and Buckley's cough syrup is just the thing to kill everything,
1: including your throat. And I'm,
0: I'm saying that because uh, Dallin had a, uh, uh, he had a work vacation, he had a, he had a work thing. That took him from uh, up north there, Calgary Way, to Florida. And he came back, and and last night, we were on with him for the Friday night radio stream, and I knew it was him, but not by voice. Trust me, he sounded like a completely different person at that point, yeah. Part of this is also to follow through with the old adage that sometimes the journey is more important than the destiny. I am your main host. I am known as Shujin Tribble. You can find me pretty much everywhere under that name, S-A-U-J-I-N, unless I have a really, really bad throat thing going on and I start to sound like Barry White. I miss
2: those days. But
0: that's a whole other thing. Introducing you to the voices in your head, which are coming from outside of your head, but are now inside your head because Cochlea, I I know how to say the word. From the Midwest of the U.S., Bridget Fitch. Two names, again, I'm on, on, on a, I'm on a <laughs> roll. I haven't missed once this year. Go me. Hi! Hi! How's and it going, eh? I'm... <sighs> uh, I'll, I'll tell you about that in a second. Why that? And off to the right coast, uh, not currently on his microphone, he's, he's, this this Rino Tech will be joining us in a little bit. But he's uh, he's busy finishing up something, which he did warn us about. So, you know, we know he's going to be joining us. It's just a question. It'll be fine. He should be making it in time for the scopes. So, yeah, Dallin got back from his, uh, from his trip and telling us about uh, some of the stuff that they ended up doing while they were down there. And apparently there were a whole bunch of other folks that were also Canadians down there. So at one point, somebody said to be fair, and he said like 16 other guys just started, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, and a bunch of the other who were like south of the border folks were just like, the hell are you all doing? (laughs) And Dallas just like, when we did that together, I knew these were my
1: people. It's a great thing. Anyway, so
0: yeah, he's 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 still recovering from stuff and, and swallowing Buckley. It's a, I don't know, hip flask, whiskey bottle. I don't know.
1: Whatever the hell. It is. But, you know, he's, he's really happy today. Anyway. Hi. It's good to be back with you all. Hope that you're all taking
0: care of yourselves. And we're, uh, we're in the cold cause it's winter and- Dark out. Well, I mean, it's oh, so dark, stupid in the morning. Dark outside. It's the way it's supposed to be. Anyhow, good to be back with you. If you join us live, because you know we record this live. Because Memorex isn't actually. I don't know if Memorex. I don't know if the. I don't know if the company's Damn, I got to look that up later. This is how my brain works. You can join us live and, and be over in the live chat because you know YouTube makes it a thing. Stephanie, good morning. Hope that you're doing well. Uh, from what I remember, Felix had said that uh, uh, there is a thing going on, so not expecting to have her show up, which perfectly fine.
1: I mean, it's not like I pay you people, so you know. There's that.
0: Anyway, so Hun, Uh we were talking. You're uh, you're doing relatively okay for the day for the night f- at this point, weather-wise have you been bearing, Because it's been... It, it, it's, buff- it's been interesting. Yeah. Buffalo is supposed to be very, you know, cold is the word that we're looking for. It's supposed to be in the negative figures, and it doesn't matter if it's Celsius or Fahrenheit. It It should be in the negatives, and it's very much bobbing along at, you know, near... The freezing point up and down just just a hair above and below and that's very
1: well we've had some uh what do you call it mixed precipitation so that's always kind of fun mixed
3: precipitation. We've got little, yeah like you know rain changing over to sleet with a little bit of snow thrown in there and then freezing rain,
0: so. And I'm assuming that you're one of those people that doesn't always remember to lift the windshield wipers on your car so they get frozen.
2: Oh, you
3: sure are pretty good about raising them up. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. I'm usually really bad about that, so, you know.
3: But I don't really drive a lot anyway, so it's not that big of a deal. I'm probably going to be taking off to go to my mom's in a couple of weekends. If the weather allows, because this little Bridget Fitch does not do ice. Nope. Surprisingly
0: enough. Perfectly, perfectly good. And uh, Stephanie was saying, it is amazingly mild over here in the UK. Not even overnight frosts. Sorry if that seems like boasting. I'm happy for the heating bills, but it is becoming the new normal. It's it's not boasting. I don't know about anybody else, but for me personally, actually kind of scary because it's
1: not supposed to Yeah, I mean, it's not supposed to be flooding in California either, but there you go.
2: Yeah.
0: Anyway, for those of you that are wondering, uh what did Shu decide he was going to be uh, drinking tonight? Well, Shu stopped by the store on the way home because, you know, and I looked over at the alcohol area. And I did see something that I thought maybe just maybe I would buy. I didn't do it. It is a um it is an apple
1: juice based beer. What?
0: So I need to I need to really reconsider whether or not I want to get it because it's another 750ml bottle. Um So it's, uh, it's, it's not like it's a huge investment in money, but it's, I I think it was like 12. So wondering whether or not to do, maybe I will next time, just because it looks interesting. You don't like beer, just. I know, I know, but it was one of those things where I, I look every once in a while, just because it's like, you know, try that, try that, try that, 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 that was horrible um joey asked me about that last night uh, on, on the radio stream because it was like yeah so who is it in the group that has tried lots of beers who was stupid enough to try that creamsicle beer and i'm like Shh. all
1: right all right yeah that was that was that was my that was
0: actually at this point i don't know if it's <laughs> it's a toss-up as far as to what what's been the worst one the creamsicle beer or the milkshake beer because they were <laughs> they were both
1: bad for different reasons. Uh, mm. And believe it or not, I think
0: that I have to go with the creamsicle beer because the milkshake beer was just a matter of um, like really really fallacious marketing because it wasn't actually it wasn't actually a milkshake. It was that they were using some of the sugars from milk which didn't exactly give it any kind of a taste but they said that they were using the sugar fermentation process versus the creamsicle that uh, creamsicle we, we know is supposed to taste like you know heavy cream and orange which when the Orange expected taste turns out to be much more like grapefruit, mm. and, and not nearly, and not nearly any cream taste to it. I'm I'm just gonna go on the I'm just gonna go on the record and say that one was arguably the worst to date. I say it was the worst to date, and I'm pretty sure that was one of them where I took a sip, and then just said, "Nope, that's it. Nope." Not even, not even gonna try it again. Warm, done. So what am I drinking tonight? I have decided that I am going to open up a can of coffee. UCC okay. brand Japanese. Get it out of a vending machine, cold coffee. When uh, when my wife and I went to Japan tried this stuff because it was like, it's over there in the vending machine. I mean, it's coffee. What's the worst that can happen? I know normally famous last words, but God, I love
1: it. Try to imagine if Yoohoo was done right, but with coffee. It's pretty much what for those of you that know what Yoohoo chocolate drink. drink.
0: Trust me when I say it's worth it for me, your mileage man. Good luck. Yes, you can find the stuff in various mail order houses, online or Have fun. Or find it from your local Asian market. They might have it. And Lord knows they could use the money. So, you know, don't do the happy face
1: people. Thinly veiled. Gotta love it.
3: I'm really annoyed with the happy face people anyway.
1: Yeah. Join the club.
3: i have gotten rid of the or they're phasing out the uh, smile program and I think that's really shitty.
0: Well, you know, gotta gotta find somewhere to, to make money for a chain. So, you know, cut down on expenses. Then. Can can you can you hear the sarcasm dripping off of my thank you. So how about I get things started over here and uh, with any luck, heck will be back in time. So let me get you rolling over here. So with five minutes on the clock, your five minute freestyle starts.
1: Bobbled. Wow. Um, okay. So
0: I made a mistake earlier this week. I know, I know me of all people making a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I made a mistake on social media. I didn't get into a fight. I'll I'll preface that now. I did not get into a fight. Matter of fact, I was actively staying away from getting into a fight. I, I made a comment
1: on a post that
0: several days of retrospect later, I understand why what I wrote didn't put across the intent, the meaning for
1: having posted. I didn't explain what it was that I was trying to convey. And it got turned into a, what you posted was whataboutism. Wasn't the intent. Not, not in the. My point was that I was actually trying to give my piece of support, of understanding, of learning how crappy a situation was. And having realized by pure, literal, pure accident how far back in rabbit hole? I'm being very cagey about the way that I'm describing this, and and there's a good goddamn truth. So just human old man. The problem of it is, I didn't explain myself well enough. And if I had, from the get-go, things very likely could have turned out different. But unfortunately I did.
0: And because of that, I screwed up. It wasn't because I was trying to be mean by any stretch of imagination. It, it wasn't because I was trying to be a, a whataboutism person. Really wasn't. But because I did
1: not explain my position correctly. I screwed it up, and what was interpreted was based off of what I had written. So, is what it is. It went south, it went sideways. Okay. So I bobbled the ball on
0: that, and trying to explain afterwards was just trying to play catch-up. After the fact, and that's no matter whether or not you do it well. And unfortunately, the optics on that side, no matter, no matter what you do, just is the way
1: that it is. But what ends up being worse
0: to a certain degree, and I'm, I'm saying worse only be, only in the standpoint of It adds to the unfortunate fact.
1: The person who called me out read out from what I had written and made their assumptions based off of that. And
0: again, days afterwards, completely understandable. But the problem was, I tried to say, you know what? I'm not seeing it right now let me take some time to digest what it is that's been said and to better understand what it is that i that i did wrong so that i can learn from this experience and not make this
1: which otherwise should be should be an opportunity for somebody to say okay give you your time you're trying at least
0: But when this happens, and the idea is, let's just do a one person dog pile and just add on and add on and add on and add on and keep haranguing some.
1: You want to make your point too? Fine. I've already accepted
0: that I made a mistake. So now you want to keep punching me in the face when I've said. I want to I wanna learn. I want to understand. I want to take some time to digest what just happened here. You going ahead and punching somebody that says this
1: repeatedly, that's the worst way to bobble the ball back. Because all it does is add more resentment to it and Really? If the point is that you want to come across as a bigger asshole, I got bad news for you. Mission accomplished.
0: So with that over and done with, I need to make some maneuvering over here on the names because Joining us while I was in the middle of all this, and and good to have you back, Joseph from Paris, or I'm I'm assuming you're in Paris this morning. Good morning. How are you? We've missed you.
1: Uh, Assuming that you've actually got a working microphone there. four hours later yeah right yeah
0: i'm i'm getting some uh, i'm getting some text messaging here and uh yeah bridget i know i know well i mean we both know at this point so thank you uh and yeah joseph i've got i've got no audio coming through for you at the moment
1: so i guess we'll have to wait and see how this plays
4: Try using your diaphragm, Joseph.
0: You 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 know. You know what I would say. Which by the way, yes, UnRenode Tech is finally here. So, hi UnRenode Tech.
4: Hi, sorry I was late. Okay, we're all good. Had to do needful stuff. I had to do needful things. I love that book.
0: That was Steven
1: a good King. book too.
0: That was a real good book. I know nothing about it. By the way, did you take, read it? Did you see the uh, uh, Did you see the comic that
4: I linked uh, for you over there in Discord? Moon Dancer, can you help me with my book computer? I don't have to read it all out for ah, bonsai buddy. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that one before. There you That's go. That's hilarious. All right, fair enough. Uh... There was actually a tech guy who used to have a video channel, much like what you see on YouTube. But this was before. This was before everybody was on YouTube. Hmm. This was back in the, like the um, tech TV days and such. You mean people like us? Yeah. Perfect. So this is back in the uh, when when tech TV was still a thing. I forget what the guy's name was, but he was a real goofball. And so he was showing how you could get any software title anywhere. And the first thing he does was download Bonsai Buddy. <laughs> he trolls everybody so hard with that one. Well, I mean, if you
0: want to get a whole bunch of software for free on your computer, downloading and installing Bonsai Buddy is definitely one way to make that happen.
4: <laughs> but um, what was funny is he was randomly typing on the keyboard and then there was a subtitle you know, like you see with um, commercials, where they put you know, or disclaimer. I mean, and in small print it said, "I'm not actually downloading bonsai, buddy."
1: Hmm. That is small Um.
0: Not getting any. Not getting any text from Joseph, so I'm not sure what you might have broken the, his phone too. Is the bull. No, no. I guess we will have to wait and see. He's still connected to the call, but...
4: Just there. remember, Joseph, the emojis and the emoticons are universal, okay? You don't have to look for the French pack to get them to work.
0: <laughs> now you just be a pass. Which is a perfect line-in, because now's about a good time, in ended, to go ahead and do the horrible scopes. So well, let's go yeah, ahead and I'd do be that. Best time for them if you know what your astrological sign is cool if you don't find a d12 because that's about all it's good for by the way uh heck i uh i I went ahead and remember last week's uh bunch of horrible scopes all uh all of them were you know kind of dd well for like the last two weeks i found my copy of
4: pony finder yeah, I saw the picture you posted. I was laughing my ass off it, when it I is, saw I that know. because it's, oh. it's official. Hold
0: it. Joseph? Hello, hello. You are there, just not really great at the moment, but you are there. Hi!
2: I
1: can hear him fine. I can hear him fine. Well, not now, apparently. Don't try to fix it, man. You were working before. Go back and do whatever it was you were just doing. come on try it again you can do it i believe
4: in you come on come hello on. there you yes. are give yeah, the it, man a sandwich
5: no uh, give discord a boo don't <laughs> no worry because uh, i can it can tell my uh input sensitivity but it's not uh, it's not activating and even push to talk wasn't working Ooh, well that's annoying and now I have it on auto-sensitivity, so... Well, anyways, good morning, and sorry for all the technical troubles. Good morning, and no worries. Hope that you're doing well, by the way. We've missed you. Yeah, well, these past, past weeks have been super easy.
1: I to hear that, but um,
0: glad to have you. So... Yeah. We get, we get to get you back. Perfect timing. So... Like I said it is time for the scopes if you know what your astrological sign is cool if you don't roll a d12 to try and figure out which one you want to select because it's really not going to make any kind of a difference and i'm getting away from the whole dungeons and dragons role playing game thing because i did that two weeks in a row it's time to it's time to stop that somebody asked me somebody actually asked me if the scopes for this week were going to be based off of whatever it is that you um what Whatever your random encounter was last week, what kind of like treasure you get from it? And I said, N- no, no, two weeks is enough. So, no fat loot. Yeah. So, in this case, this week, hit and shuffle on the music collection. And we're going to see what y'all get. Get you rolling. Aries, and yes, these are all from my music collection because I just put on the shuffle and I just kept heading next, next, as I'm writing. Aries, Jerry reads The Legend of the Bandit from the movie "Smoking the Bandit popped up for you, and that's not a bad start for him. You might not like country music, generally speaking, but that's a song you love. Make it a two for this week. Watch the movie and let your dog on the sofa with you. If you don't have a Cocker Spaniel, a Cockatiel will do.
3: Taurus, you twos. I Threw a Brick Through the Window came up this time. We're not really familiar with that track either, which is kind of on brand since there's a lot of you we don't know. And that's okay. This week be okay with not sharing everything.
4: By the way, there are a lot of U2 fans that don't know that song either. Which is really funny funny because it's actually a really good song. You You're just making this up, man. You don't know the song either. Uh, yeah, I do. I have almost every uh CD and
1: so on from U2. Okay. I
4: I really like I, I really like U2. <laughs> It, it's right up there with uh, Ozzy. <laughs> I've got everything Ozzy. Fair enough. And uh, the first time my uncle introduced me to Creedence Clearwater Revival Jeff, uh, with John Fogerty, I went out and I bought everything I could find. <laughs> I had to actually resort. There was one album I really wanted to get on CD. I couldn't find it anywhere on CD, but there was a place that had it on cassette tape. So I have it on cassette tape. <laughs> I was I like, you know, if I go on iTunes, I could probably download it. Gemini, speaking of downloading, you get the first instrumental piece of the group, Tommy Smith and Brian Kellogg's song, You Must Believe in Spring. It's piano and sax jazz, but not like lounge room jazz. It's cool and calm to listen to. This week, when you put on some background music to occupy your head, just listen to it for a change. It's calming. Now, see, I don't, I'm, personally don't know a lot about jazz and such. I know a few things, so that one is on my list of I'm gonna have to look it up.
5: Cancer Moonchild. Damn it, Cancer. The song you got the song you got is called Bull Weevil. That's not the annoying part. The name of the group who recorded it is, and and this is the legit full name, the presidents of the United States of America. A name so pretentious that it barely fits on the spine of a CD jewel case this week. Stop being so, you know, like Leo. Speaking of which Leo, <laughs> we know how you are,
0: Leo, always the center of attention, ready to be a drama queen. So ready for your song and group. You get a podcast. <laughs> No, seriously, you got the Buck Benny podcast replaying the old Jack Benny shows. This this time it's the one from 1954. How ironically fitting that you'll be the only one to get this, too. Before anybody gives me shit about that one, that was legitimately exactly what ended up happening when I hit next track. I've never heard of Buck Benny.
3: Verka, you get a serious start back to the 50s. My Little Girl from T.T. Grace, a rock and roll doo-wop greaser song released in 2017. This week, get some engineer boots, leather jacket, and grow out your sideburns to your jawline. Unless you look better in Mary Jane's A Poodle Skirt and Cat's Eye Sunglasses.
2: Dude,
1: poodle skirts were cool. Libra
4: <laughs> Okay. Um ex- excuse me for a moment here but how the hell do I say this guy's name? I know it's Russian, but I can't.
0: You absolute
4: unspeakably Rachmaninoff. Rakmaninov. It sounds familiar. It I'm should. sorry. I'm I'm I will admit I am a fan of Tchaikovsky and Brahms. Okay. Uh, All right. Rachmaninoff. Okay. Libra. You get Rachmaninoff's piano concerto number two in C minor. Here's what someone wrote about it when it was first promoted. Quote, if there were a music conservatory in hell, if one of its talented students were instructed to write a program symphony on, quote, the seven plagues of Egypt, unquote, and if he were to compose a symphony like Mr. Rachmaninoff's, then he would have fulfilled his task brilliantly and delighted the inmates of hell, end quote. This was not a compliment. This week, ignore the haters. We remember Rachmaninoff's name, but not that critic's. Uh, By the way, just as a side to my fellow gaming nerds, if there's a song out there that's been equated to cheering on the the, the inmates of hell, it sounds like it should be a soundtrack for the next Diablo video game. Okay. Somebody call Blizzard.
1: (laughs) Joseph. Scorpio. You are muted, sir.
5: Yo, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Scorpio, back-to-back instrumental tracks, huh? Okay, you get the karaoke track for Blood, Sweat, and Tears song, Spinning Wheel. The song is older than you by a wide margin, so roll down the windows in the car, crank up the stereo, and belt out the words, assuming you even know them.
3: I do. I do, too. I
2: do
5: start the doggy on the dog patch sagittarius you've got it
0: looks like some kind of weird midi file what even is this d underscore e one m onemuse all i can read out of the files info is the name bobby prince in the year 1993 screw you, you think i'm gonna find an old panium machine With a Sound Blaster 16 in it to see what this is, you're out of your freaking mind. You're nuts. I'll throw it on a floppy disk for you. You can figure it out for yourself. Um. Yes. Is it what I think it is? I don't know. We'll find out later.
3: Capricorn. (laughs) For you, we found a listening that's more annoying than the one Cancer got. Which song it is isn't important. It's from the soundtrack to a musical named, and I swear to you, this is real. Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of eighteen twelve. Plot involves characters attending an opera in the middle of what's been described as an electric pop opera. This week, just stop being so full of yourself.
0: Yeah, that one. Um, that that play. Uh, that that near opera is um
4: weird all right i'm just i'm just gonna go ahead and say it's just weird it's, is it weird in a good way that you'd enjoy it maybe the first time through is something unique but the second or third time it's kind of like uh no i don't want to watch it again or weird in uh i feel tainted i need to go take a shower
0: um well i will let you decide apparently it's based off of 70 pages from the book, and I have a hard time call it just a book, War and Peace. Holy shit. So you can oh, look that one okay. up on, uh, on uh, Wikipedia later and uh, try to figure out for yourself.
4: Damn. Okay, cool. Uh, Aquarius, look, we are not picking on you this time. You got uh, the 80s hit. Canon in D by Johann Pacbell, uh, Pachelbel. 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 Sorry, Pachelbel. Whatever. In this case, that would be the 1680s. Yes, it got a bad rap, but it's the basis for so many other hit songs. This week, check out Rob Peravoni. Dude, seriously, you got you got it right. You got it right. Paravonian's treatise on this song on YouTube.
0: I should really link to that. That's a really.
1: God, I wish I had Pisces today. <laughs> ah. Uh, you... Where were we? Pisces. Sorry.
5: Pisces. You're on the last Pisces. one, dude. Oh, I'm the last one. Nope. You get nothing. Last week's Triceratops encounter killed you. You're <laughs> still dead. Perma dead necromancers with a nat 20 and wish spells can't bring you back come back next week
0: some of you are gonna have to go back and take a look at last week's horrible scope to figure that one out those are your horrible scopes for this week remember if you like what you got you're a sick sick person just our type But if you'd like to ask for something nicer or nastier for yourself or someone else, all you need to do to feed the beast is just ask, because I work off of vanity. I'll have these posted as usual at the end of the week. Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, Discord, you know, whatever hasn't imploded yet, and uh, get a whole bunch of stuff to later. So there you go. And, um,
1: yep, tech figured it out. Good job on you, man.
0: No don't spill it. Just just figured it out.
4: Well done. I'm not gonna spill it. I saw that and I went, No. No. He said MIDI. Wait, wait. Yes. Yes. .muse and, files and I was like, you MIDI. still have an original MIDI copy of that is impressive. Like I don't ha- I have to look on my zip drive discs to see if I have any of my MIDI collection musics left. Because once, once Disk came out, I ported everything I had on Floppy to it. Yep.
2: I know that well.
0: It is episode 438 on the dock, Your Honor. Shields up. Now, I don't remember if I've used that, uh, that title before. I probably... And I was saying last week I was going to go ahead and get the, the show, you know, announced uh, days ago... Uh, I, I I didn't. There are parallels between physical well being and emotional, quote, spiritual, unquote, well being because, well, there's something to the old adage that an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, and Lord knows we know all too much about that. So talk to you a little bit about this because. The parallels are quite stark. Starting off with the term, the God Virus. This made the circles in the, uh, in the, quote unquote, new atheist circles, shall we say? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna circle back around to that. A couple of years ago, because of a book, under the same name, the idea was, you know, without anybody to have the virus uh, install into and then spread to other people, well, it just kind of just dies on its own if you just let it. And it can't spread without somebody intentionally infecting other people. Which is also kind of um, really, really making very, very, very uh, light terminology to the overall for the book. I will admit, I'm Glazing over a lot of pieces. Is what it is. But,
1: um... You know... The idea of
0: trying to insulate people from... A virus, whether it be mental or physical... You know, the first stage of the whole damn thing is just to be... Not infected.
1: And then after that, you have to deal with everything. So... Let's start
0: off with the easy piece, just not getting infected because it hasn't been given to you. Well, let's, let's start off with the easy way. Uh, anybody remember um, when smallpox uh, was brought over to uh, North America? Because that's my recollection. It didn't exist here for a very, very long time.
1: I don't remember the year.
3: No, no, it's not alive back then. So, no, I don't remember.
4: Uh, So, (laughs) I looked up the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC website, so cdc.gov, about smallpox. And um, apparently, there have been no cases of naturally occurring smallpox since 1977. The last outbreak in the United States was 1949. Uh and that was all before I was born. <laughs> so yeah, uh it's been a while apparently. Yep. Um smallpox gave you a fever and a distinctive yet and progressive uh skin rash, and I'm seeing pictures of it and they look like giant blisters. But instead of having like one blister, imagine being covered um Who was that in the um, Avengers movies when they did the whole uh, or the Black Panther movie when he fought the other guy who took the nectar of the flower and got the powers of the Black Panther as well? The one who was, quote, unquote, the bad guy had all these bumps all over making a pattern and such. Imagine that instead of a pattern as chaos all over. Yep.
0: Try to imagine you decided to take somebody up on their, on their, uh, uh, on their, on their dare for money to fry bacon in the nude.
4: And it was, um, I would rather, yeah, I, I would rather get, uh, fry bacon in the nude than get smallpox. Thank you.
0: Yeah. But I mean, the whole, the whole splatter all over skin and,
4: and yeah, uh, boy, that, that yeah would be a horrible day. That, yeah. So but, according to CDC, but, 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 uh, it was but, seven, but sorry,
0: you'd end up with bacon when all was said and done. So
4: mm. there is that. And you can always use the bacon grease to like cool off the burnt areas. Mm. If you used cooled down bacon grease.
0: I can't say what I'm thinking right now. It's, <laughs> well, according it's, to- it's not a power 10 episode. I can't. I can't talk about what I'm thinking about. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be typing. So I'll, I'll, I'll try to do it nice and quietly because I need, a, well, I need an expert opinion on this.
4: According to the his, history highlights from the CDC, the European settlers brought small smallpox to North America back in the 17th century. So I don't think any of us were around for that. Nope. And it had a 30% death rate. That means if you have 10 people lined up and everybody has smallpox three of those people are most likely going to die that's that's nasty
0: now um uh we're we are not going to discuss the question because um
4: the question is not related to smallpox folks it it, is it is not is related and the answer is yes yes you can
0: Well, damn! Now, now, now—it sucks to be a widower. God damn it! All right, uh, unless
1: the uh, lady is vegan. Oh, there's a whole
0: philosophical. All right, all right. Deal, deal, later, <laughs> deal later. Deal later. Deal later. Okay. So the 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 problem of the, the problem at all, and the the point that I'm trying to make is that were it not for the Europeans coming across. With smallpox and Christianity, North America wouldn't have gotten it until they brought it across. So you know, both viruses came across on boats because Well
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that.
0: Uh I mean technically the Vikings I don't I don't know that they quite qualify. Do they qualify? Technically, they qualify as European, but they have not really.
4: Because, I mean, you know. Oh, wow. Um, so I put the link to the CDC site in here. Um, one of the early ways that they tried to manage uh, smallpox was variolation, if I'm saying the process name correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, so what they did is they would, somebody would have a smallpox sore. Okay. A pustule. Okay. And they would take the material and they would scratch it onto somebody else's arm or have them inhale, um, essentially aeros- you know, the, the aerosolization through the sinuses, the material, um, for somebody who didn't have it. And because they were healthy, um, and they caught it through that method, it was akin to getting vaccinated, a very early version of vaccination. And so people would still get the fever and they'd get the rash, but that death rate plummeted because of that method. And then it was used as a basis for vaccination, uh, like 1796. They Hmm. also figured out that, uh, people who got cowpox were protected from smallpox.
0: Yep. That was the question I was about to ask you about. Yeah.
4: Yeah. They figured that out by looking, uh, it turned out the milkmaids apparently uh, we're prone to catching cowpox because, you know, they're milking the cows. So,
0: physically yeah, that, speaking, that's that's what happened. That's, that's how things played out. It's not a great moment in human history, but it is a moment in history, and, and we can kind of trace a good portion of that right
4: back. Yeah, and I want you to think about this for a second here uh apparently it was recorded back uh smallpox was recorded as early back as the 6th century so 600 AD right mm-hmm. um and it and trade with china and korea brought it to japan so the japanese recorded back in the 6th century that uh, smallpox was brought to japan it wasn't until the 19 what was it 19 Nineteen fifty-nine, the World Health Organization started a plan to rid the world of smallpox. Thirteen hundred years. <laughs> oh,
0: I got uh, I got bad news for you. You're reading. You're 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 looking over the information over the, on uh, the Wikipedia page. Also,
4: no, no, the smallpox on the CDC website. I, I'm talking. No, no, no! I, I understand I don't gotcha. that we eradicated it here in the U.S. No, no,
0: no, no! Hold on, hold, hold that thought, though. Yeah. If memory serves, on the Wikipedia page, it goes back even further. That ancient Egyptian tombs also have depictions of smallpox Jeez. going back approximately ten thousand years. If memory
1: serves. Now, I could be
0: misremembering. It's been a long time since last time I looked at that, but yeah, smallpox itself goes back a long
4: way. And right now, um, uh, so originally the the World Health Organization, when they were collaborating to eradicate smallpox, in the uh, 1980s, there were four countries who were working with the WHO, not the band, um, that established... uh, you know, they had some stock of the virus that causes smallpox. And that was the United States, England, Russia, and South Africa. In 1984, England and South Africa destroyed their stocks or transferred them to other labs. There are only two, now this is, mind you, is officially what the statement is. There are only two locations that store and handle the virus that created smallpox. And that is the Centers for Disease, and Control, uh, Disease Control and Prevention in Atlanta, Georgia, and the State Research Center of Virology and Biotechnology, or the Vector Institute, in Russia. Those are the only two places that could literally make, you know, study the virus for purposes of finding a way to combat the damn
1: thing. There are a lot of questions
0: on the ethical nature of keeping such an incredibly dangerous virus around in any capacity these days, but that's neither here nor there for the moment.
2: Uh, We're
0: going to leave that, leave that aside for the time, because that's, that's a mess
1: I'm just not wanting to get into right now. But the idea that such a disease
0: is locked away away from people isolated kept away from living bodies and basically just being kept on ice figuratively speaking cuz i don't know how they would store something like that in the i i just don't know you know i don't go day to day having to worry about smallpox currently monkeypox in in my state yeah i know you know
4: i know that's if diff- that's
2: different different
4: thing bothers me. So I'm not a virologist. I am a layman. I do remember learning in my science courses that viruses can withstand things that a lot of bacteria and other kinds of things that causes illnesses cannot because viruses and the debate still goes on are not quite technically alive. So they're unique. And We have seen in newspapers as well as uh, science journals that when we've gone digging in the ice in the very cold climates, Russia, Antarctica, Arctic, and so on and so forth, we've discovered things that, hey, we thought this thing was deceased. Nope, it's still there. It's just dormant because it's so cold. Um, The positive about keeping smallpox, folks, is that we don't have any history recording uh, any kind of evidence that it's transmissible via like insects and such. It's not like the bubonic plague or a or the other stuff. Um, according to current knowledge, smallpox is strictly transmissible from human to human. Unlike other things that are, you know, massively uh, easy to get via airborne by a, bug bite or breathing in an aerosol or petting a cat or whatever.
1: I was thinking of, um,
0: damn, it was, it was just in my head. Like I've absolutely forgotten which one it was. Lyme disease.
4: Yeah. Lyme disease by ticks.
0: Yeah. Now there are, there are certain things like Lyme disease and uh, malaria that are not strictly transmitted by the vires, viruses themselves. All right, back up a second. I almost made a, I almost made a boo-boo. I had to look this up recently. I, I, I actually looked this up earlier. The word viri to refer to multiple viruses is not grammatically correct for Latin. It's a, it's a,
2: uber hacker
0: word that doesn't really exist, except that they use it wrong. It's the correct word for the plural of virus is viruses. I don't know where I ended up hearing viree and thinking it was right, but it pissed me off because now I have to unlearn that. Damn it.
1: Anyway. But what I, what I meant by that was things like malaria and,
0: uh, Lyme disease, they are transmitted to the best of my recollection. They are transmitted by viruses, but they need to be injected themselves for malaria mosquitoes. They suck up blood from one place and they kind of squirted at in another. So the proboscis is the needle that's doing the job. And, you know, ticks and fleas kind of do the same thing. They they bite into, suck up some blood, go somewhere else, they spill over into another. So, you know, it, it transmits itself. Versus things like airborne viruses. Like what we've had to the best of our knowledge with COVID. Because it's airborne yes it has to hitch a ride on drops of spittle but it's kind of
1: on its own so to speak that old way
0: oh cute i get to look over pictures of a possum and figure that out later
4: it, I, I was going to tie into that uh, mother nature does have some you know pest control yes uh that resists the lyme disease yeah so, if somebody ever sees an opossum going around, please don't kill it. It may not look great, but it causes very little harm to human habitations, and they eat the stuff that we don't want in our houses.
1: Very true. So,
0: the point of it is if you can just, well, as somebody else put it once before, with warfare, just don't be there where somebody attacks. Same thing with the virus. If the virus goes somewhere, just don't be there. I mean, it makes sense. You you don't have to worry about stuff
1: that way. You're okay, talking about isolation. Yeah, yeah,
0: possibly. Although you don't necessarily need to be isolated in order to make sure that that
4: right doesn't work you, that way. you just. You and the people around you need to avoid the contact of that area. So you isolate from that area. It's kind of like, it's like 2020 when they told us if we were going to the grocery store, only go if you absolutely have to. Don't go because you need to get out and take a stroll. If you need to get out and take a stroll, they told you to, you know, go out and walk in a wide open area. Yeah. Yeah. But, (laughs) you know, depending on what's going around, what's being spread that could be potentially harmful too
0: so it's called common sense well see now there's there's the problem where it comes to stuff that's scientifically based common sense ain't and we definitely know that all too well because as we found out because we're remember we are still in the middle of this entire science experiment damn thing there are certain pieces about it that we still don't know and we're not going to know for quite a while although we're good at being able to you know grab all this information and start making good guesstimates on things
1: like for instance we've been able to figure out how to identify it
0: which is great We've been able to figure out ways of preventing it from spreading because we know what the vector is, or I should say vectors are, and that's good. That that's, that's, that's great. That's brilliant. And the funny part of it is, and this is where it gets to be kind of side to side with the whole damn thing. So
1: long as some modest measures of protection handled. You don't get infected. Now, like I was saying,
0: this is also the same kind of thing that happens as far as religions. Because we've we've heard, like I said earlier, the expression of how it's been termed the God virus. It can't spread without another host, and the host will infect others because it's... Good for them. And that's not a really nice way of putting it, but effectively, that's really what it comes down to. Because the host gets something out of it.
1: Sometimes it's clout. Sometimes it's money. Some of these hosts, it's a lot of money.
0: But if you simply are not there when it hits, you don't have to worry about it. For example... The rest of North America, well, the rest of the Americas in general, let's put it that way. There were only handfuls of groups that came across the ocean from Europe back in the day in the old days, and only a few areas where they met the locals and they transmitted smallpox transmitted Christianity because that's what they brought with them,
1: but you know that was. Limited to at first,
0: along the along the coast, because that's where the boats. were. But the rest of the continent was fine, because they were they were away, they were isolated, they didn't have to worry about it. Until it was forcibly spread.
1: Okay, well, there's not much you can really do at that point, but there is. See.
0: In order to be protected from a lot of these things you have to have knowledge and like i said because of where we are in this whole scientific endeavor of trying to understand what this new virus is until you know all these different pieces you don't know what to do to be completely safe admittedly there's no such thing as completely safe from it i mean hell have a meteor drop outside and Well, maybe not today. But,
1: yeah, safe,
4: okay. safety and security. There's a level of it that exists, and then there's an then the rest of it is illusionary. Okay. Uh, for example, if you have a computer connected to the internet, you can have all the best security software in the world, the best security practices in the world, and follow them to the letter, to the T. But the thing is, is that somebody will always find a way in because you have the vulnerability of being connected. Unless it's just like your
0: You connected
4: your Commodore six <laughs> your house, you know, locks are to keep the honest people out. Locks are to keep the people who have minor temptations out. Locks are there to slow the people from getting in. But a determined burglar, a determined Um, person planning to assault you or whatever, somebody who is hell-bent on getting in your house. Unless you have built a fort,
1: they're getting in. So,
0: as far as to religion is concerned, one of the best ways is just not not to be present for it. Not always possible.
1: The next best way of dealing with it, with any thing that replicates in that way from a host to an infectee What is the right term for it? Richard, help me out here. Somebody who who has been infected with a disease. I mean infectee That do, that doesn't And I don't think
3: infectees is a word
4: are you talking about somebody who can get infected yeah. but exhibit no signs of it they're not they're no, no, not no, no, negatively they're... affected by it but they can give it to other people no 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 no
0: no. no. just just so, somebody that has been is is going to be infected can, can be infected doesn't matter
1: you know what? i'm gonna i'm just gonna i'm, I'm just gonna a
4: person on. just a person okay now see now Oh, you're making me feel. If you're, t- I, I think fair. maybe you're confusing it
1: with vector. I don't know. We'll figure. Roll um, um,
0: around. Anyway, where 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 I'm going with the whole damn thing is that, as far as religion is concerned, for it to infect others, there has to be. There has to be a host that's already infected and then someone to be infected afterwards in order for it to spread. Otherwise it just burns itself out with the last person done. One of the only ways to really be safe from, if you can't you know, completely avoid it, is to have knowledge. And that can go in a lot of different ways. It could be being versed in the scientific method of, of questioning literally everything, which I don't care if you're a three-year-old, always just asking why is, why is only so much you can do with that. But one of the best ways to be inoculated against believe it or not, I can tell. And again, I'm also a layperson is a comparative religion's education. When you start to learn how many different religions there are out there, how many there have been, and we're never going to get a, an exact number because, well, you, you can't. You get to learn about some of the bigger ones, some of the major ones that have
1: influenced over the millennia. things like oh well, the egyptians had theirs the sumerians had theirs
0: greeks the romans the native americans the aboriginals from australia so many different groups so many different eras so many different geographic areas they have all had different mythologies that they followed And the lucky part is that we had the ability of teaching
1: the young, impressionable minds. These all existed. They all had a lot of things in common. They all thought that they were gods. That they were believing it.
0: And all these years later, well, um... Except for Apollo on the, uh, original Star Trek series. Uh, no, none, none of them really panned out. That starts to get the question of,
1: well, if those were fake, what's going on now? And that makes a big difference. Which is kind of the way that vaccination works these days. Or physical. Just like Tech said. Get smallpox. You scratch some of it on somebody's skin. Oh, look at that. They don't get it nearly as bad later. Imagine that. Although these days, we really, really don't recommend. Bridget and I have
0: talked about on, on many an occasion, uh, before where I did not realize that there was a vaccination for, and I'm going to, I'm going to show how much of an old man, we were talking before the show, how much of an old man, I did not realize until a kid needed to get vaccinations for various things, you know, growing up, I didn't know that there was such a thing as a vaccination for chickenpox.
3: Well, they haven't been around that long, relatively speaking.
0: Relatively speaking, sure. But then this, well, my daughter
3: had to have one to get into preschool. But yep, you know they'd only been out a couple of years at that point.
0: Yep, there was that, and this coming from the old man who had chicken pox twice in his youth. Then again, I don't know that I can say very much about that, as if I remember right, growing up I had uh, pneumonia at least twice. Three times, three times before I was in my, uh, before I was in my teens. So, um, uh,
1: go me. Oh, I had pneumonia several times by the time I was in middle school. yeah, That's not fun. Never had chicken pox though. Never. You got lucky. Yep. I should have gotten
0: it, but I never did I had chicken pox you know as much as as much as the uh, the stuff for chicken pox had the same look as um uh the uh, amoxicillin, you know that that bubblegum pink mm-hmm. looking stuff man I hated the taste of that i
1: mean i I, I didn't know what to the
0: Pink chicken pox stuff, not the not the amoxicillin. I love that stuff.
3: Oh, um, I had it, I had it and it's gone.
1: Calamine lotion. Yeah, acetol. Wait, why were you putting lotion in your mouth? Drink it, man. What are
4: you talking about? You don't drink lotion.
3: You don't know, drink calamine for chicken pox. I mean, You're for a- on your skin. Yeah.
0: Same looking. You know what? We're we're not talking we're not talking about why I got chicken pox twice, alright? We're just gonna we're just gonna move on. From-
2: okay. I, never- lotion,
4: I makes- still
3: don't understand why I never got it. But I didn't.
4: Dumb luck. You might have had a natural immunity to it.
3: I mean maybe because I mean if anything I should have caught it. I was at a sleepover. Uh, with one of my friends and, you know, we were sleeping in the same bed. I think we were both in fourth grade and woke up to go to school and she was all covered in chicken I should have cut it at that time.
0: Or maybe you're just naturally the person that's been transmitting. No.
1: <laughs> I did go ahead
3: and get a <laughs> Uh, vaccine just in case, but I've never had chickenpox as far as I know. And my mom said she never had it either.
4: So I actually have a member of my had a member of my family long time past uh, who was uh, he was one of those rare people who almost never got sick at least not outwardly. He was a carrier for so many different things that would go around like he would get the common cold and he wouldn't be affected by it, but he would give it to anybody who walked near him. Oh man. Yeah. So he had that kind of immune system where sure he'll get infected, but it just won't do anything to him. And he becomes a breeding ground for the virus, you know, the common cold. And so, yeah, he, he rarely got sick. While he was alive, damn that's. It does. I mean, when you find out that hey, look, you're the reason why so many people around you constantly get sick. That's gotta hit like a truck to the head, you know.
1: And that I I don't I don't even I don't even know how kind of to conceptualize. Well. Oh, that's just that's just that's just a process for Twitter. can't do that so the piece of where i'm going with the whole damn thing is that uh, again we know that vaccinations work we just do it's been it's been shown it's been proven and even with the stuff currently with uh, with um the covid vaccination
0: we know full well that there is no such thing as a vaccination that prevents all disease or prevents all disease
1: problems
4: not yet anyway it limits i i suspect if we were to manage to figure out how to perfect create and perfect miniaturized uh, robotic systems so nanites if you will that's common in the science science fiction community and uh, the layman's have seen enough science shows that they understand what nanites mean but to actually create a mechanical solution to an organic problem you know i could see something like that where we've made a technological advance that now Oh, look, you've got cancer forming. The nanites understand what cancer is. It understands how it's happening. It goes and solves that problem for you. You've got the flu. It knows what to do with that. You've got invaders coming in. That's coronavirus. It knows what to do with that because it's all been programmed. It understands these things. And the only thing you would have to do is assuming that there wasn't some kind of autonomous system sending constant updates to every time there's a new vector of a particular virus or a new variation of a particular virus or whatever you'd have to do updates, just like you do with flu shots. So, I mean, I could see they're eventually getting to a point. If humanity worked hard enough at it, if they threw enough smart people at the problem and enough, you know, responsible scientific endeavors, we could get there. But we have to get through the other shit first. The stuff of, oh,
1: pray it away. That doesn't work. Um, the, the piece that um, piece that I think about every once in a while is how do you weigh the good versus the bad, and whether or not it's worth going after. Um, there is a. A piece I will admit is kinda difficult on me, which is admittedly,
0: what ended up happening for my wife. I know, I know. I'm not trying to make it about me. It's just that the situation that we went through, we know for Will was not completely unique. It's just really,
1: really, really sad. She ended up having
0: cancer. That ended up buckshotting through her entire body. Basically, the best way of describing it. Not that there's a best way of describing that. And of course, fuck cancer because fuck cancer. Absolutely, every day, every, every twice on Sundays.
1: So you know, just amen.
0: But after having gone through. And, and learning what little I learned, because like I told you also lay person, you know, I'm not medically trained. I have some knowledge of some things. And let me tell you the level of stuff that I know about, as far as cancer is concerned, um, take a sheet of paper and, uh, that's, that's about the level of how much stuff I know that that's about how thick of the stuff that I know compared to, you know, um, I don't know, everything.
1: So I know that cancer is not one thing. I also know that it is a degenerative property of the human body, or other DNA based as far as we know because it's a breakdown in DNAs down to. So there are, there are certain situations. Where you simply cannot put enough effort into keeping
0: someone alive, and it sounds, uh, it sounds cold and callous, to a certain degree. And I'm sincerely hoping that folks understand that. Um, I'm gonna pull the fusion card here. It's me saying this. After I learned what it was that was happening to her, that the drug that she was getting right near the end was doing exactly what it was supposed to have done, which is shrink those tubers, it was great. And I, I will continue to say, you know, if, if this treatment had been available six months, a year earlier. Might still have her today it, it might have turned it into a uh, uh a more shoot what's the word for it? uh for for a, a a disease that you don't eradicate but you can uh you can keep it at bay for basically forever chronic that's what it, mm-hmm. so it would be uh it would be a chronic thing you can't um there, there are a lot of diseases that we have right now, where they can be managed. The idea of being able to manage hers, keep it at bay, basically forever was a wonderful, a wonderful possibility. But the problem was that all of these nodules, all these infection sites were, like I said, buckshot through her entire body and they started to shrink which unfortunately meant that it was like having a whole bunch of little porks in a, in a wine wall suddenly shrink. Suddenly there's just a whole mess of wine seeping out around everything.
1: There's nothing to be done. It, it, it just was what it was. And it, it, it hurts to think about. It. To think that, you know, stuff like this ends up happening to us. I mean that's a terrifying idea in and of it. But the idea that we can use a bad situation
0: for an ultimate good to learn so that someone else doesn't have to go through it so that we minimize these kinds of bad things happening. We have. Information,
1: we know how to deal better. That's why
0: calling it the God Virus makes a lot of sense. We have we are in a point in human history where we have so much information, we can cross-reference and we can cross-check and we can, well, we can actually use the information superhighway for good rather than. Normal. That's a novel approach, right there, isn't it? But that we can actually learn. Okay, these are things that we're just. We know that they're wrong. We know that we know that they are factually inaccurate,
1: and we can adjust accordingly. Behave
0: because of it. Like I said, that's why I think comparative religion classes are a wonderful thing in early education for you know history classes instead of learning things like here in the united states that the founding fathers talked to moses to figure out how to create a new country or whatever the hell it is that they want to try to teach him down where the hell hell was it they were trying to do that was that texas a few years back
1: Whatever. It, it actually was a thing that was trying to be done in some of the states here. But
0: we can, we can, we can learn how to keep away from all this stuff. We, we can keep ourselves safe with just the modest, the most modest
1: care. I'm having a hard time talking. I don't know what the hell's. So
0: we've we've also talked about you know what uh, it, it was just a week or two ago that uh, Bridget and I uh, were talking. I don't remember if it was during the show or, or before the show that I had bought a bunch of um, a bunch of KN95 masks disposables at BJ's. Got a got a, got a package of them.
2: I think it was like
0: a, a
1: twenty pack for ten, and Bridget said, "You know
0: what? Good enough. Put it on nice and tight yep. and seal it up." Which is part of the reason why I've been trying to shave closer for my Van Dyke. Thank you for a
1: good cause. It is,
0: but it's just a modest thing. People, people could, you know, put uh, put uh, put a scarf around their face, an actual scarf to help prevent, you know, infections from going around, and that was that was a bridge too far. Because,
1: um, well, what
0: were the what what were some of the bullshit reasons some of these people were thrown out there? I can't, I can't. The anti vaxxers No, no, no. The the ones who were very much. I ain't gonna wear
4: no cloth. I'm not. I'm not gonna wear. A face I'm not diaper. wearing a face
3: diaper. Yeah.
4: Uh, yeah. I can't breathe. Um. I think I forget. I, it was one it carbon dioxide. You,
3: carbon dioxide. Yeah. Ca- carbon dioxide. It gives you COVID. Gives you COVID. It, yeah. Yeah. Makes you sicker.
4: Um. My favorite was the fact that there was some politician. I forget at what level. And they had made the statement that if the underwear can't contain a fart, what hope is now, this is not a quote, but this is the, the, the gist of the statement. If uh underwear can't contain a fart, then what hope do we have with a mask containing the virus?
3: I yeah, it was Marjorie right three toes. Oh, was it?
4: Oh, yeah. oh, okay. I thought it was her, but I wasn't sure. So I didn't want to quote that it was her.
0: Yeah. That's,
1: that's a, uh, that's,
4: Oh, by the way, speaking of people who shouldn't be on the net, guess who Meta let back on the net? <coughs> the Oompa Loompa Mussolini. Yeah, his account's back enabled. So we should see some really interesting ramblings coming up. And by interesting, I mean scary as fuck. I'm also
0: going to say no, because that would mean that his own was a failure. That's neither here nor there, just you.
1: Yeah, oxygen. Not,
0: not enough oxygen. Uh, carbon dioxide, because you're just breathing in your own stuff. Uh, it's going to get you sick. Uh, it's not good enough to hold in droplets of... No, sorry. The virus is so small, it would pass right through... Remember
4: that one? Yeah. Yeah, and the funny part was, uh, well, the sad part was, is that that was explained, okay, during a press release of, it's not that the virus is so small it's going to pass through the material. It's that the medium that the virus transmits through is going to be blocked, the majority of it will be blocked, by a regular mask. Not even talking about N95 at this point. Okay, Because what you're trying to block is you're trying to block the spittle when you talk. And if somebody says, oh, well, I don't spit when I talk. It's like, you may not see it. There are those who, when they talk, you can see it. You can feel it. But, but the majority of human beings, when we talk, we're giving out humid air. What is humid air? It's air with water droplets in it. It's just so small you can't see it. But it's still big enough to be blocked by the masks. So when you have a mask of a proper material, it helps prevent the spread of the virus. If the virus had been airborne and only needed air to transmit, then we all would have needed N95 masks or better.
3: Which is what we need now. Because it is airborne now.
4: (laughs) Yeah, It wasn't before. Than it is now. And and people were warned, it's like, we can keep it this way if we all just isolate and wear masks when we go out in public and do the right thing. Okay, the scientifically right thing. Okay, the medically right thing. Not the religiously right thing.
0: Let the thing do what's otherwise referred to as burn itself out.
4: But, because some idiot lady who's the um, wife of the owner of Hobby Lobby, decided that she had a dream telling from God telling her that she should force all their employees to go back to work when the government said all businesses are closed unless they're essential, have a nice day. We have the mutated version now. A, a mutated version that goes <laughs> screw your screw your regular masks. You need something heavy. Stephanie's
0: also pointed out, by the way, and I, I'm on board with this one. By the way, she'd said, uh, personally, I use a mask with a scarf over as a heat exchanger, as breathing in cold air is bad for me. This is my story, and I'm keeping to it. I'm on board with that. Perfectly understandable, perfectly reasonable. Some people, you get out in the cold. Uh, bad things happen man uh, I mean the temperatures yeah. that it should be out here right now where it should be like negative in, in, 20 in real world temperature measurements by the way like the rest of the world uses yeah it should be like you know minus 20 minus 30 with a wind chill out here but you know, we don't have that and the times where I've had to deal with that level of cold sometimes worse and be outside to shovel or, or use a snow thrower. Oh man. When that's happened for me.
4: Oh, that's, that's, that's bad. That's
0: bad.
2: I'm lucky
4: I have allergies. So when, if I go out and somebody starts mocking me for my mask, I just say, Hey, I have a cold. Do you want Do you want to catch it? And I start coughing because I've, when i have my when my allergies kick up and uh or or let me rephrase that when my allergies are p- presently active but not severe i get that little tickle in the back of my throat you know the one that leads to the cough we've all had that sure but i repress it but i can allow it to affect me so i can cough on demand and then i can force my cough to sound worse than it really is. It was a skill I picked up in uh, school. (laughs) It's like, I don't feel good. Can I go to the nurse's office? I need to lie down. (laughs) Hell of a way to get out of class. But yeah, I'll just do that. And it's, it's great to see how quickly somebody will back the hell up when you do that. And that's part of the problem. If I don't see a symptom, you obviously aren't sick. Why are you parked in the handicap slot? You're walking around without a problem. You know, you're not on crutches. You don't have a missing leg. Why are you in the handicap slot?
0: Now the the tra- uh the translation for that
1: with the uh with the uh the the god thing it's actually kind of backward because it's
0: Well, you don't believe in my God. So there's got to be something wrong with you. So the infected person is the one who thinks that those that haven't been
1: infected are the ones that have something wrong with them. Which is kind of weird, curious, and they,
0: the host thinks that they need to spread their infection. The creepy part about that is I, I think about that and there are various infections that can happen to uh, insects, especially. They're, um, the zombie brain fungus that can happen with ants that... You know what? I'm creeping myself
1: out. I don't... Uh, I... Think about that. I know it's supposed to be for the scientific good, but um, damn it have one of those keep yourself out and, and i'm i'm having fun you know
0: that guy who, who does all the uh all the animal videos on youtube and he's got all the all the scientific facts Ca- casual geographic i think is what it is hmm i i forget which which channel it is off the top of my head but every once in a while he's he's like you want to believe that story that's great but if you're gonna stick around you're gonna be taking the red pill and remember that's on you because you decided to stick around for it okay here's the rest of the story and you're not gonna like it but remember you chose it oh, God.
1: anyway we are lucky in
0: a lot of ways, came through religion. We came through indoctrination. And we have, we've done okay for ourselves when all of a sudden. But ask anyone who came up through Roman Catholicism and have been out of it for a very long time, what's the first thing that they think, what's the first thing that goes through their head when they hear The force
1: will be with you.
0: I can almost to a person guarantee you a good 50 plus percent will say, oh yeah, in the back of my head, I can hear and also with you. Why? I've been (laughs) gone for how many years?
1: That's the lingering of The same
0: way that we're worried about what's happening with long COVID now, The effects of the infection are still with some of us to this day.
1: Long, long, long time later. And it's... Because how the hell do we explain to some of these people... (laughs) You're not right! How do we nicely say, you're not right? Um,
4: it's real simple. You respectfully say you're not right. You are incorrect. You are wrong. You are, you have given a false statement. You know these things are not offensive in of themselves. People, I I hear people go, "Oh, those silly libs are such snowflakes and they're so easily offended." It's like, uh, first off, I'm a moderate, and secondly. I'm actually not easily offended. I get pissed off at things because not because they offend me, but because they actually harm people. Okay. And if somebody tells me something and it's factually accurate and I thought the inverse of it, the the polar opposite of it, I'm wrong. Hmm? It doesn't mean that person hates me. It doesn't mean that they think I'm stupid. It doesn't mean that they're making fun of me. I was wrong. End of story. I've been wrong before. Okay? And until somebody can prove otherwise, 2 plus 2 equals 4. All
1: right? Now, if you go around spouting
4: off 2 plus 2 equals 5, that's a factually inaccurate statement, or it's factually incomplete. One of the two, maybe you forgot something, you omitted something, maybe it was on purpose or maybe it was by accident. But either way, the statement by itself is incorrect. Therefore, you're wrong. And we need to start, underst- people as a whole need to stop this trend of somebody smarter than me corrected me, I'm pissed off, they need to be silenced. Okay, on any side of the equation. I don't care what side it's happening on. That mentality needs to stop. Because that's how we got the Dark Ages. Between religion and people just wanting everything
1: quashed. There's a line in the Bible. The line about not suffering a witch to live. i had I had uh, reaction channels coming up on my YouTube and one of the episodes of uh, Firefly
0: had come up actually the several episodes There's a situation where people used that line will not suffer a
1: witch to live slowly and. How many witches have there been?
0: I mean, it's, it's, it's a simple enough question to, to pose. Won't suffer a witch to live. Okay, cool. Um, how do you prove somebody's a witch? How can you prove that somebody is something that either A is impossible to prove or B the supposed... Proof is ambiguous and amb- ambiguous at best. Wow, what the hell tried to come out of my face right there?
1: <laughs> I think I had like four different words that were going to come out of me. But, well, like I said
0: earlier, you know, it's that's 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 one of the I like to Not that I've got much choice in the matter but that we've got, we've got such voluminous information on how to understand things, how to interpret, how to
1: question, how to make things work. And so many people don't want to use it. That's another piece of that God virus. That Because not only do so many people just want to learn, they don't think that they can, think that they should. And it ends up affecting their bodies as well. Because the ones who don't want to believe in science and the facts and such they end up well hate to say it they end up dead the number of people the, the
0: ratio of people who have ended up dead because of this preventable disease can easily be drawn the, the ratio can be easily shown by which political affiliation
1: here in the United States, right? It's
0: kind of stark. If memory serves, I believe it was either four to one or five to one or something like that because relying in the scientific system, what science has brought us vaccinations, isolating, staying separate using like a goddamned mask to
5: prevent stuff from going back and forth. I'd like to see the statistics. Of, I wonder if a poll has ever been done. Uh, um, contamination rates versus uh, politi- political uh, affiliation. I.
1: I need to...
0: I need to find something that gives the the actual the anecdotal information I have currently was that it was something like four to one, five to one, uh, the people who refused vaccinations um versus those who went for it, their death rates and superimposed onto their political affiliations. So yeah, I will I will I will go hunting, try to find a little bit better on that. Because I, I will admit, I, I'm i going off of anecdotal moment, but the thing that hurts the most, believe it or not, is that, yeah, it's anecdotal, but, man,
1: it's it's hard to see how that could be wrong. That's the piece of it. You know, it's funny that it, in both religion and Yeah, when it comes to like
5: quote unquote Darwinism, um, it's only those who survive who are around to tell the tale, so to speak, good to say, Oh, it, it didn't affect me. Those who no. die are just like um they're 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 not around to make noise anymore. And so, like, they just it seemed to just, like, disappear from the collective memory.
4: There were people that I worked with who had that mentality of just let people get it. The ones who are going to die are going to die. The rest will live and everything will be fine. And they, and they had that mentality because they were convinced they were going to be the one, one of the ones who survived. Either through experience of getting it beforehand and managing through it without issue. or because they were just full of
1: themselves.
0: Yeah, hold that thought one second, Bridget. I want you on this one because I remember those reports early on. I also very specifically remember, and this is why I want you on, on, on this one really quickly, because you'll see, there were superintendents who said, we need to reopen our schools. Even in the middle of all of these lockdowns, and I'm paraphrasing a little bit, a 1% death rate is an acceptable risk and or loss for our student population. Again, I am paraphrasing. As someone who knows a little something about the
1: medical side of everything,
0: how in forgive me god's green earth could you could you as someone who knows something about you know being a parent and being out in an area that's a little bit more um red than blue how could anyone ever say something like that and mean it in
1: your guesstimate because kids were expendable
3: I mean, you look at all the school shootings, and nothing is ever done. We, as a society, have decided that it's okay for you know some kids to die or elderly people, or people who have chronic conditions
1: just expendable
0: and joseph, as far as uh, as as far as you know, uh, and I know very likely you might not have any kind of real information on it, but you know, just, just because do you recall if there was anything even close to that, that was happening out, out Paris way, as far as to,
1: well, that level of callousness for school kids. Assuming that you're there, because you're muted again.
0: See, my problem is that I have to look over this side in order to see part of what's going on. I didn't, I didn't see that the
1: thing went back into mute mode. Oh, right, well, we'll see what's going on here in just a
0: couple of seconds. Uh, oh, well, shoot, uh, backtracking a little bit. Uh, Stephanie had put, uh, the backtracking, like I said, funny how the witches quoted, uh, tended to be old ladies without strong sons who owned properties others wanted. Funny how that happens. Um, and also commented, uh, that anecdote was from an actual report, uh, BMC public health from a year ago, vaccination politics and COVID-19 impacts. I will have to go. Uh, I will have to go hunting for that see if I can find that, put that into, uh, put that into the, thank you ever so much. God, it's nice to have a, uh, it, it, it's nice to have somebody doing on, on the spot fact checking. Yeah, this is, I could get used to doing this.
3: What was really interesting though, is, um, when vaccines first came out and they were kind of hard to come by and there were huge waiting lists mm-hmm. and all that. If you wanted to find a pharmacy or someplace that had open appointments, you could go hunting by zip code and by and large, if you found a red zip code that was kind of close to you, you could get an appointment a lot quicker to get a vaccine. That's a I thought that was kind of interesting, but that was a little loophole that some of us who wanted them used to get around not being able to get an appointment.
0: I'll get you there. Get you there. And uh, Stephanie's also pointing out uh, callousness to children about the refusal of politicians to enact sensible legislation to prevent gun gun rampages.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
3: And I remember politicians saying, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic and things that, you know, elderly people should be willing to make that sacrifice for the good of the economy.
0: You know which old people made intentional sacrifices for their
4: country? Want to know? Yeah, yeah, I know which one. If you're talking about that uh, place overseas. The
0: old folks in their 60s and older... Who said, we don't have very much longer to live, statistically speaking. We will go ahead, we will take the radiation in Fukushima and shut everything down for the safety of everyone. Those are the people who said, we will do something for the great good. And they were absolute goddamn badass heroes. And that's a
1: cultural we thinking about the same thing then? Japanese.
4: Mm-hmm. When they had the tsunami hit and it knocked out the reactors, and the radiation, for the most part, was contained, but to, they had to go in and do dangerous things that were going to be completely life threatening, most likely, you know, end in death, uh, pain and suffering beforehand. And. Yeah, the elderly went to task because it, the country has a a mentality of the country first instead of the individual. Granted, there's plenty of things that go wrong with that kind of mentality too, but that's not what we're going to be talking about at this point. Yeah,
3: no, killing people for the economy just <laughs> that was just wrong. And Something. it's like that's a that's a risk I'm willing to take, uh, you know, for your behalf. Or that's a risk. What, what am I trying to say? It's a risk I'm willing to make that you die. Yeah. See the
4: difference. You know, there were a lot of people who compared. Um, they they tried to make comparisons to a loaded gun, and kind of failed miserably. I know I did too until I got a better understanding of what I was trying to convey. And the long and short of it is, we wear a mask so that you don't get the bullet to the head. Okay, wearing a mask isn't so much about protecting yourself, it's about protecting the people around you. And if you don't care about the people around you, you didn't wear a mask. So when in the height of the pandemic, when I saw people without a mask, I knew they didn't care. They just didn't care. They either didn't care to understand why it was so important or they didn't care about others. They didn't care.
1: I found the quote I was looking for. Go for it. I mean,
0: pardon me. I have to do this. The winners of this tournament No, no, the privilege will have the honor of rescuing the beautiful Princess Fiona from the fiery pit of that dragon. Should the winner fail to return, the runner-up shall take his place, and so on and so forth. Some of you may die, but it's a sacrifice I am willing to make.
1: All hail Lord Farquaad! Tool. I happen to like Shrek tonight, so you know. Doesn't change the fact. Uh, well, I was gonna say he's a massive tool, but you know, Give or take it.
0: It's what it is. But really that's that's exactly what it was. It it really was, you know, some I and that's that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Oh, you, you, you wanted to be consulted on this? Well, I mean, you, you should be ready. Go ahead and make that too, right? I mean, you should be ready to lay down your life for me. Who's going to die? The old and the infirm and those who have a immunocompromised system. Well, they were going to end up dead anyway. Pieces of
1: Who's going to go
0: to heaven and hell? Well, the people that we have taught because we need to teach them and there was there was somebody there was
1: Native American said and I'm paraphrasing because I can't remember it off type and talk at the same time.
0: If you had again, I know for well I'm paraphrasing, if you had never taught me about your God and your heaven.
1: I wouldn't be condemned to hell. Just so much callousness hearing. I've seen wall because there's so many different pieces and the worst part about it is that there's so many groups that don't not only don't care, they don't care, but they don't care. Yep. I had a
3: former coworker that I wanted to punch out.
0: Memory serves over the last couple of years, you've had a that that a doesn't exactly narrow it down very easily. By that description.
3: Well, she thought that I was overreacting or being ridiculous about wearing masks. And you know, this was when people were still waiting on getting vaccines and things like that because, you know, there was waiting list and all that. And I had an uncle that died from COVID. And she's like, Oh, but what comorbidities did he have? And I'm like, You're talking about my fucking relative. It doesn't matter. He's dead. I just wanted to
1: deck her. I mean, she was in her, like, mid-twenties, but still. It was beside the point. Right side is still young enough to learn. Yeah, she probably won't. Could. Could. But I just thought that was a really callous thing to ask me. It was,
3: or say to me, or whatever you want to, however you want to put it. No, it's, it's
0: perfectly fine that way. I'm sure both uh, both Tech and I would uh, volunteer to take a swing out there with a couple of clue by fours. See, he's he's he's. he's I've, I've got
1: my lart. He's he's snorting. I have. I have a lart. Really do.
0: There's some people who have absolutely no idea um, what either of those items are, and you know what, you you will be attacked by Wolf
1: sometime during your sleep. Well, this former coworker,
3: I'm wondering what she thought about having a coworker die from that shit.
2: Oh God, that's right, I forgot about that.
3: Yep.
1: Oh sweet merciful crap I'd yep, I never will.
0: Wasn't it shortly after that mm-hmm. that they wanted to have folks back in the offices?
3: Well, they had folks back in the offices. We were supposed to be wearing masks, but not everyone was complying with it. And I was adamant that if you come up to my desk to ask me a question, you, by God, will have a mask on. Or else don't come talk to me. (laughs) Do not, you know, you, you keep your distance and do not step up into my cubicle unless you have a mask on. And she refused. She was not wearing a mask, period. And and didn't, you know, get vaccinated and, you know, just
1: No one did up dead.
3: She didn't wind up dead, but Oh you know, but I wonder what she thought about after Kat wound up dead because
1: you know Kat couldn't get a vaccine. Um
0: I'm going to drop one more item over here that uh, Stephanie put and uh, and we we have to see about wrapping up so I'll throw it over to you guys in a couple of seconds. Stephanie just put it in over here. The delicious irony is that quote, the sacrifice they are willing to make, unquote, is to lose their voters
1: to mortality. The sad part of it is Go by the cold, hard numbers. Yeah, the term elections here in the United States. It is not conceivable concept that immortality had something to do with how the. I don't like to think about the. But just like with good. Yeah, and the really
0: close races, yeah, I'm sure it did. Just as much as we can go ahead and say for everything that Hitler did that was bad, he did kill Hitler. We can honestly say
1: their own I don't know that we could even call it their own stubbornness has made so many, I don't, I don't want to.
0: Joseph, I, I still see you as, is muted. Uh, I'll, I'll get, I'll get in just a second
5: over here. Oh, you are, you are there. I wasn't sure you had, yeah, I just, uh, had to leave for a emergency.
0: No worries. Um, you've had the least, uh, amount of talk time simply because of the way
1: is there anything that you want to,
0: you want to say to, to kind of close this whole thing out? Because I'm going to, uh, if, if you've got something worthwhile, I'll just, I'll just close it on you and just be
1: done. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what more I can add. I mean, um. It, yeah, it's just um,
5: when those who won't think for themselves have only everything around them as a reference, or they're not willing to think beyond their, the bubble of their own existence.
1: Um, yeah, just uh,
5: bad shit doesn't exist. those who have actually been affected by the uh, the uh, you know like anti-vax and all that those are those who have actually fallen prey to that tendency they're just not around anymore i mean these
1: people they just uh,
5: yeah i don't know how to without going into a super long uh, Thing, but just uh, it's just it's constantly a source of perplexion for me. It's perfectly. But most of humanity seems to operate that way. Unfortunately, and I think that merits a closer look, and that might even be that 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 should be the the base of the conversation. I think. Because all of these forms, all of these, um, uh, the forms of like anti-vax and conspiracy theories and religion and all that, it's basically, it's just other humans dictating to other humans what and how to think or how to behave more because there's not much thought involved. And, And that's just it. I mean, it's just, for me, it's just different forms of the same thing. And the certain brand of human, which would just simply obey. If somebody comes to them and presents option A, option B, and like for them, they'll listen, consider, but if they're not willing to think for themselves, well, nothing outside of the options presented exists.
1: Anyhow, it's sad. It's heartbreaking the ways. that earlier actually. Let's just call it a night.
0: Get on, because if 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 my speech impediment continues on for the rest of the night, I don't know what the hell. So do that buddy. Thanks for being with us today. As always. We hope that you found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives. You got something to think about for the week ahead and
2: uh
0: just just want you to Joseph, glad you were able to make it. Uh if if you got a little bit of time, I'd like to, you know, kind of check in with you after uh after we get done. 'Cause, you know Okay. It's been a couple of weeks. i'm Wanna check in with you, make sure that, you know, hey how you doing.
5: All right. All right. I'll stick around. I'm glad you're able to. Take
1: care all. Tech. Yep. Thank you. Um, I hope everything worked out well for you earlier. Yeah, it did. Good man.
0: You have uh oh, take good care of yourself, man. Have a have a safe week ahead, eh?
4: Yeah, try. You do the same.
1: I am I'm very much trying. Bridget, it is that time again. Is Thanks for being able to make it, and uh, who's it going to be this week that you're just going to say, you know what, they deserve
3: Kevin McCarthy, hands down. For, I mean, for taking Eric Swalwell and uh, Adam Schiff off of the Intelligence Committee.
1: That sounds fair. In any case,
0: you also try to take care of yourself this week, because it, before we got to doing doing the show tonight, um we we were talking and um I've I've discovered I'm an old man. <laughs> we'll explain another time, but uh
1: you know what? Probably end up because I need I need to do something lightweight next week. I think. But. And over the
0: chat, you guys, thank you so much, Stephanie. Take care of yourself. Continue staying safe. Of course, Beulah was there. Don't know if you still are, but uh chimed in from uh from the fire department. So, son, um, you take care of yourself, please. Don't slice open your hand
1: again making dinner. I swear to you, one of these days that, you know. Oh, and, and she wonders why I worry about her, you know? <laughs> anyway, like I
0: said, we'll call it a night. Thanks for being with us. You want to take a swing over to the website? That is, of course, holy crap, the vlogcast.com. All our contact is over there, the audio version of the podcast. I need to check in with Dallin to find out if uh, I can light up light up the, uh, the podcast feed some way or other. Uh, beyond that, uh, phone number, if you want to drop us a message, 859 HCTV 554. Eight five nine four two eight eight five five four. I would love to find out if there's a way that we can like do a call-in thing sometime soon. I don't know how if I can make that happen, but um, one of those things. Maybe maybe I'll investigate that. See what goes on with it.
4: Yeah, we used to have hangouts. <laughs> yeah, how's that going out for you guys over there at Google? Oh, right. <sighs> just lost track of the amount of good things that they did and they were like yeah we're just gonna randomly quit this now wait what what, what only, why oh, the hell would you do that
0: only so much we can do but in any case thanks for being with us we will be looking forward to seeing you again next week and until that time as always i wish you the peace i no longer have i wish you the strength that i've learned you well A lady Coming up on 18 years later. I'm telling you. in love. Matanay fush I love you. I miss you. And until the next time we're together, as always,
4: good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin MacLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.